Hello. What is your biggest fear is our topic for today. What scares you the most? Or maybe just what are you afraid of today? Welcome to Tales of Recovery. My name is Gris Alves and thank you for listening today. I have a little 20 minutes talk here very briefly on what is it that's scaring me today. Because honestly, for fear, um, I think maybe there's underlying fear of many, many things. But for the most part, it's like what's in front of you of today, right? Like what's in front of me today? What are you scared of today? Are you scared of maybe you won't be able to pay the bills or you're going to go get the results from the doctor or you cannot find your kid and it's after midnight and they're supposed to be home. Like, what is your fear of right now? And today, my fear um, is part of, well, you know, I am going to be leaving a 22-year-old job that I've had for the past 22 years. Woo. And it's been a very, very good, grounded, like it's a government job agency. I, I'm, a, I'm a private investigator. I'm a criminal investigator for the public defender's office. And I have been on this long road of, you know, wellness and spirituality and healing for many, many years. While, meanwhile, of course, paying the bills and doing work and fighting, uh, fighting for those that do not have... Um, the resources to, to get our own private attorney. So the indigent people and fighting for justice, and it's been amazing. I'm still in awe, really, of having been able to do that for so long with such great people and such an amazing company. But it's time to move, right? It's time to move on. I've been, wellness has been my gig, my jam for the past maybe four or five years, full-on hardcore, like coaching other people and watching Honestly, people that are super stressed out and really not taking care of themselves in work to come to the other side of losing a lot of weight and learning how to meditate and be mindful about their emotions and their needs and self-love and self-care. And it's been such a beautiful journey for me to begin and then to offer it to others that I'm ready to quit this job and I'm going to go full-time into coaching. So it's not like a one day to the next decision. Clearly, I've been planning for this, and it's time. And I have literally like 13 days. Not that anyone's counting, but I am counting. September 7th is the main day. And yesterday, I was sitting, and I just started to be really, really doubtful and very, very fearful and just you know, self-doubting myself. Does anybody, I mean, do you ever self-doubt? about a decision that you know is the right thing and that you know there's no other choice for your life. Uh, Because there's one thing that's for certain that nobody, I mean, it's like the most certain thing for all of us. 100% everybody knows your body is going to expire one day and your soul will live on, but your body is going to die. Just like a little seed that opens up and a big flower comes in and then the flower dies and there we go. So yes, we are all going to die, and it's uh, the main question for me this past, you know, these past three, three, four years has been that, like, what am I doing with my life that I love, and what am I doing with my life that I don't love? Because part of the recovery process, part of wellness, part of healing is understanding that you get one chance here, and this one chance is, dude, are you going to go for it or not? So when this fear comes up of, well, this job is safe, this job gives you benefits, which 
honestly, I really don't ever use because I do Ayurvedic medicine and natural healing and and wellness stuff. But if, yeah, of course, it, it comes in handy if you break a leg or your appendix bursts like my husband's did a couple months ago or whatever. And, and it's good. It's good to have benefits. But is it the reason that you don't leave this job that you're done with because the benefits are safe? I mean, you know, work is work, right? Coaching is still work and I'm still going to work, but it's a work that I truly, truly enjoy. And it's, um, it's really very, very, well, first of all, it's not as stressful as being in the federal government system, right? The justice park and the jails and prisons and all that. Uh, I will still do that part-time. I'm currently, you know, training for a prison yoga project. So I'll be in the prisons teaching yoga. And I am a licensed private investigator. So I have a handful of really cool attorneys that I will continue to help out and work with. But my jam is wellness coaching. And my jam is helping you realize that you have the potential to do and be really whatever you want and to heal your body and to have it remember the lightness and the freedom and the wellness that you were created for. I mean, unless you were born with like some defect. Oh, by the way, that little dog barking right there is my dog tequila. And she's part of the Tales of Recovery podcast. If you've been listening at all to this podcast, well, she's in every single one of them barking here and there. Yeah, sorry, this is a little punk rock podcast and I don't have the quiet room, but I think it kind of gives it an organic kind of fun feel. So whatever, there's tequila if she barks. Um, She's really cute and funny, but very annoying as well. So just like, you know, everything else in life, me including. And I am very excited about this potential that we have created. And so yesterday when I was sitting in fear, I just thought to myself, why am I worried why am I worried? I got to go talk about it. I'm just going to put it in the podcast. Because how many times you plan a trip and then you're ready to leave and you start freaking out. You don't really want to leave because you're leaving your kids or you're leaving that or your dog or whatever. Or you are going to do a new job transition and you just are super scared. And that's just the body clearly protecting you, right? We're wired to survive and to protect ourselves. And that was kind of like the process I had to do yesterday when I was having a mini, mini panic attack about, oh my God, by the time I get, you know, rolling on this new adventure, what is going to happen and I'm going to fail and I'm not going to be able to do this and I'm going to regret it and people are going to laugh at me and, you know, the whole fear process. And I thought, what the hell is wrong with you, chick? Child, go back to where you first learned about fear and fearlessness. And so I did. Pima Chadron, who is the biggest badass, you guys need to go read her books, talks about how self-acceptance overcomes this judging mind, right? So it was really just my mind judging myself. That's really what fear is. Because is it is it a legitimate fear? Yeah, yeah you know, the bills need to get paid. But also, am I super qualified? Mm, yes, yes, I am. And I already have a business that is growing and people want to get better. So I'm helping them lose weight. I'm helping them meditate. I'm helping them. And I get referrals. So that's clearly what is up with that fear if that's the reason I'm leaving this job. Clearly, the other one is um, I've been ready for this for so long and 
the uh, really the the clear clear thing is there's no there's ever ever any guarantee. The only guarantee if you don't jump is well you're stuck in the same place. And ten years later you're looking back thinking, damn it, I could have tried it ten years earlier, and here I am not trying it. You know, you've probably if you've on my Instagram at all have seen that my mom had a stroke in November and her life was really 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 slowed down and she was a go getter go getter always moving kind of woman and so I just look and see yeah you know this shit's gonna end and I really have been very very dissatisfied at this other job not because the job is bad just because dude we gotta evolve you know 20 freaking years let's move let's move I mean if it was a job where I could get a pension I'd just be getting my pension teaching and doing coaching whatever but it's not so it is like okay Got to keep this work going, and that's part of life. Even though as much as I'd really, really like to just be out in the forest and meditate and burn sage and eat berries and philosophize, you know, the fact of the matter is, well, we have to pay the water bill and the gas and electric bill, and my kids are still going to school, and we want to travel, and whatever. You need to pay the rent. You need to pay the bills. But it's not all about paying the bills. It's about how you pay those bills in a matter that gives you purpose and passion and, and, you know, and excitement. And I'm so glad I'm sitting here talking about this because I'm now actually like feeling this fear kind of go away. So there might be a few podcasts about this because it's just not, um, it's not con- like conducive, conductive. I don't know how you say that word in English to a life of joy and fulfillment to go to a job where you're just there to pay the bills if you hate your job but there's no other options maybe you can plan out options you know what is your four-year plan what is your eight-year plan what is your eight-month plan from now what can you think about or just maybe draw a little design and put it up on your wall so you can see it every day and think well maybe if I get a master's degree or maybe if I don't have coffee out every morning and maybe pay that credit card bill. I have more options to go and do something that I really, really like. What is it that you really like? And also, what is that fear that holds you back from this, right? I've had a lot of fears, including in coaching, because a lot of my business comes from me posting my pictures and my, my, my you know, being vulnerable and, and just kind of putting out there what I'm doing, what I'm going through, what I'm processing, because that is really what wellness is. That is what healing is, is talking about it, showing it, showing up whether you're scared or not. And the sometimes my mind will be like, what are you doing? You can't do this. You're not, you can't. So it's like sitting back, taking a deep breath in and realizing, okay, I'm going to now do some self-study. Where is this message coming from? So number one, who told me this in the first place? Well, there she goes. There she goes. Tequila. Who told me this in the first place? Who told me that I can't? And yeah, you know, a lot of times I'm going to jump from this table, mom. No, you can't. You can't. You're going to break a leg. You can't. Or the teacher tells you, well, you can't do that because that's XYZ's person's job. And or the television says you can't do this because you're not a man or a girl and that's just for a specific gender. Or you can't do this because you don't speak German. Any kind of little message that I can go to, I start writing that down. Oh, I remember my grandma said this. Oh, I remember this teacher. I remember this. I remember this. And then 
Number two, is that true? Was that ever true? Then I go down my second little thing of list. Well, no, that's not true. Because am I, I'm not a man. Maybe I can't pee standing up, whatever. But I can still do, you know, get an education and, and work hard and travel and do, you know, pick up hard things and things that I was told maybe as a little girl that you couldn't do. Uh, yes, I can. And then number three, um, keep going down the line, keep going the line. We're not number three yet. <laughs> Is that true? And some of them might have been true. Some of them might have not been true, but also did it ever impact me in a negative way or in a positive way? The messages that we get and the social conditioning that we receive, the programming is on one side. And on the other side is the general way that we are wired as human beings, as the animal body, is to protect yourself, to survive, and to not die, right? And so the fear that comes together when you're like, here's my animal body saying, wait, wait, you're scared, you're going to not survive, and the and the other fear of the social conditioning, you can't do this, you, you're dumb, you need to stay safe, you need to have these benefits, you're, you know, this is at least your protection. You put those together and I just kind of sit there and meditate and look at them. Here's a list of the messages I've received. Here's a list of whether it was true or not. I understand I have an animal body. And then number three column is the best badass column. Because that one states, tell me everything that you have done that you thought you couldn't do or that people said you weren't going to be able to accomplish or that you just thought, well, that's just not for me, but here it is, right? So here's my list. People said I would never, uh, or maybe I thought I would never accomplish anything or whatever, you know, because I was in the rock and roll music and partying it up and being a pretty freaking disaster. I thought it was a fun, rebellious time in my life, but maybe I wasn't, you know, touring the world with a band that I thought would be amazing. So either way, I was signed by BMG and we did do some traveling and we did play and it was actually pretty fun. So yeah, boom, there it goes. Number two, married, never thought I'd get married, found this amazing, amazing dude that was just a godsend. And here we are, 20-something years later, still married, with two amazing kids. Oh, yeah, that was another thing. They said I couldn't have kids, but guess what? I had two of them. And they are so fun and so much work, but I love them to death, and they are really my teachers. Um, I've grown so much through just watching them and listening to them and and it's really a self-study when you have teenagers, when you have kids in general, you know, because they're triggers and then you, you, I try to just kind of go back and say, okay, what am I supposed to learn from them? Instead of just having, you know, these little robots that came from my purpose, which no, they did not. They came to do their own. And so anyway, uh, the kids, they, they thought I couldn't have, I had, we have, you know, through really blooming businesses, we have a general contraction business, we have this awesome health coaching business, wellness, and um, I really, really, really always wanted to live in South Park, and we, you know, first we're like out in suburbia, because that's where we thought it was a better choice, and I always thought, you know, nah, suburbia, one day we'll be back around the San Diego main area, and it's just going to happen, 
And I don't know how the hell it did, but we sold one house, rented here, and next thing you know, we're in the area where I thought we should be. Um, even little tequila, I always wanted this little tiny little lap dog, and there she is, and traveling. And so that you've got to have a list of what you have actually accomplished. Um, and not, as an, not that accomplishing things makes you like, oh, but for the point of today's podcast, for the fear that I'm struggling with today, yes, I have to see that because I have to see, you know, or tell myself, or maybe you have to tell yourself today that you are capable of so much more and that fear is only fear and you sit with it, you embrace it with lots of self-compassion, self-acceptance and honesty. You know, what is the part of myself that I need kindness the most, that needs love the most today? And today is... I don't want to be listening to these old voices of you're not enough and you're going to mess this up and you should stay safe because it's because I've been trying to stay safe for so long that maybe I didn't bloom 10 years, 20 years, 30 years later, earlier. I mean, you know, um, that's my journey. It probably was blooming. I just, you know, there I go again, the negative talk. But you get my point. My point is this fear is uh, something to be just observed and noticed. And then I go to my lists and then I meditate and I realize I could do whatever. And the time is, the time is going. The death is coming. I mean, I might not die tomorrow, but you never know. Could be next month, could be in 20 years. And if I'm gonna die, I'm gonna die doing what I love and going for the adventure. So what are you preparing for today? What is your next coming up fear? I have some friends that are, you know, barely getting clean and sober this weekend. Friends with new jobs, friends with new traveling adventures. I was just talking to my friend uh, Liz a couple days ago, and she's, you know, she's paid off her mortgage, and she's broke up from this long, long relationship, but she's traveling to Italy to go be an adventure and live. And that is so awesome. I mean, who wouldn't be scared, right? But it's just, I think we just need to, or I need to put the emotion of adventure and the possibilities and what we can create as human beings in the front panel versus, oh, but I have to protect myself, protect myself. I mean, get a support group and just write your lists and meditate and think about what am I preparing for? And you have what it takes. We all have what it takes. It's just these mental blocks that are getting in the way that we uh, maybe just learn to observe and go back to the list. I love lists. I love these points. And as I'm even getting ready to do this um, a retreat next weekend up in the wild, in the mountains. Um, part of the main retreat is really the social conditioning that holds you back, you know? And it's really, I mean, I think I already, like, we've always known this since you're young, and they're like, you know, you get those people telling, oh, you're so wild because you're young and whatever. It's like, no, oh, you're wild because we're supposed to be. And there's so many things we're here to create and share and love and enjoy, but you fall into the strap of, no, that's not safe. That's not what you're supposed to do. Well, you're supposed to do whatever you want, as long as you're kind and are a beneficial presence to the world and consider that you're not, you know, just kind of living for yourself. You've got to share the gift of this beauty of life with others. 
And so that's my Tales of Recovery podcast for today. What is your fear and how are you going to kick it in the face like Tia says or sit and embrace it and observe it like Pima says? Or like I say, welcome fear. We're going to do this together. I'm going to do it afraid and we're going to see what happens. Thanks for listening today. Go make a list. One, two, three points. What are you afraid of? What do people have told you? Is it true? And what have you actually been able to accomplish with your life, with your soul, with your healing, with your mind, with your thoughts? And then from there, you can be encouraged for the rest of the day or maybe even quit your job and start a new life. Oh, yes. Okay, people. Thanks for listening to Tales of Recovery. This is Gris Alves, your host, and we will talk next time. Love and light.